Greetings, heathens and heretics, and uh, Happy New Year and all that jazz. I think we can still say that. It's only the 5th of January. Um, we're back, just about. I'm trying to remember how to do all this. Back in the ring to take another swing. Um, Padre's on a world tour of Asia at the minute, so we, we were that in for a couple of weeks. So obviously, <laughs> stepping up on the subs bench. Our favourite hitter of things is back. Hey, listen, oh. I'm cheap. I'm cheap, so whenever. You're a cheap whore, what can I say? <laughs> Um, and a, a freshly saving voice of reason as well. You know, we uh, haven't seen his face for a while, so it looks a little bit odd. But, it's um, yeah, there, there were things growing, um, and I've had to banish to the sewers. And you, know, you know what? And this is completely irrelevant. But I sat at work earlier on, just doing minding my own business, and a um, and a, a completely white fly dropped on my desk. With white fly with black eyes. Talk about things growing in shit. What the fuck was that? I've got a photo of it. I'll show you later on. But it's, it's albino. That's what it is. Either, Either that would have red eyes, surely. That's true. I, I think it was it was built by some other technology. I don't know the Russians probably sent it in. They're spying on you. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Well, it, it ran up in blue roll and down the toilet. So fucking freaky piece of shit. Anyway, you just you, that could have been the discovery of the fucking century. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You've, you've just could have been the Jerry Tregenza fly. <laughs> And your name would have been in all the medical journals, or not medical journals, you know what I mean? The um... It already is, but for different reasons. Oh, right, fair enough um, then. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, Christmas is over. Uh, I trust you two had a good Christmas and New Year, ate too much, drank too much, and all that, overindulged. All those boxes were ticked? Yeah, yep. yeah. But um, but yeah, back to normality now. I'm uh, detoxing from the booze a little bit. I, I not, not, no, not a dry January situation, but I take a couple of weeks off the grog, so... Um, I, th I think I, I'm pretty sure I drank every day for about a month, which is not good. <laughs> you know, Christmas started way too early. So it's yeah, a couple of weeks off. Um, so look, 2023 was a monster year. We all know that we've gone over it loads of those times, but we, let's, we're moving forward now. So twenty. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we move on, whoa, before, whoa, whoa, whoa. before we move away from 2023. Is this, is, we, this, we, is this where you change your top 50 now or, you know? Yes, no. Um no, because there there was there was one stupendous goal scored right at the end of the year. And it's Deicide releasing a single on Christmas Day. Yeah, you know what well, that's that's worth yeah. Yeah, that's worth a mention. And you know, we, we, we had a big discussion about twenty twenty three and I think you know we covered a lot, but then they came out and just knocked it out of the park with that. Bury your cross with your Christ, and it's a fucking banger. It is so I just I just wanted to give that a mention before we moved on, because if if you haven't heard it, uh, anyone listening, if you haven't heard it, it's it's just a fucking heads down, banger of a tune, uh, no nonsense. It's fucking great, and they released it on Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I, no one else could do that, really, could they? Get away with it? I quite liked it. I'm not a Dareside fan, and I I did like it to be fair. So yeah, yeah, Pentaclaws. Yeah, <laughs> fucking mental cunt. Um, so yeah, all right. Are we done with 2023 now? Is that that's it? it? That's it. Yeah, that was my yeah, that's it. final right. mention of 2023. I'm never even going to think about it. Right. So let's talk 2024. Um, look, it's going to be, again, there'll be fuckloads of albums. You know, in 12 months time, we'll be having the same conversation. Fuck me. What a year 2024 was. Um, tours, festivals. There's a couple of things going on this year, like Sepultura calling it a day towards the end of this year. There might be reunions, might be comebacks. We'll throw a couple of predictions in the mix and whatever other nonsense comes out as usual. So, um, and a few bands to watch. Should we start with that? Because um, one of the one of the bands that we um, 
we talk about quite a lot and have raved about quite a lot. They've been on the podcast twice. You know, one of the ones that we said likely to have a big year in 2024, a tail gunner. Um, and literally just before we started recording this, they've announced that the drummy, drummer, drummy, the drummy, um, Sammy is has left the band. So, yeah, what do you think about that? It's quite surprising, that. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I mean, I briefly mentioned it before we started recording, but I, to me, it's a signal that they are, they made a, a, a definite decision to up their game. And I think it, to me, it, like, it sounds like they've asked the question, right, who's in? And, you know, they've taken stock. And I think um, Sammy, for everything he's given to that band, and he is a stupendous drummer. I mean, you know, we saw him at the Black Heart earlier, uh, well, in the year I said I wasn't going to mention again. And, um, you know, he blew me away. So clearly a talent, but um, I think they've kind of drawn a line in the sand and their plans are to go on to bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is why we we believe they're ones to watch. They're going to have a big year next this year, this year. I mean, if you, you know, if you look at all the classic bands, classic heavy metal bands, thrash metal bands, there's always a bit of uh, member movement in those early days, either just before the album or just after the yeah. album. Yeah. Um, and they don't really solidify a classic lineup, maybe till the second or even third album. So, yeah, I don't want to say it's, I don't want to say it's a good sign for them because that seems a bit inappropriate to Sammy, quite frankly. But yeah, I mean, if the sky is still the limit. Yeah, completely. Uh, I mean, we, you know, we, I think they, you know, they, grew, they grew as a band bringing Rhea in on guitar yeah. for a start. So, you know, it's, I'm sure they'll be fine. But yeah, it's um, it's a shame to lose such a character and a great drummer. But, um, but, but yeah, I, mean, I hope, I hope he, he finds something appropriate that, again, he can move forward with yeah. in the near future when he's ready. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll see him again, no doubt about that. But Tail Gunner as a whole, um, Load, there's loads more live dates and actually so they're clearly going to work their asses off they're doing the festivals they're doing bloodstock and i think as i've said before i think that's probably the biggest one for them if they nail mm. that one mm. in their own country um i believe they're playing the thursday as well from what i saw them mention so they'll have a captive audience you know everybody will be in that tent and it could be a big moment for them i agree yeah yeah they're, and and they're you know they're another band that are um they're just busy you know you can see they're filling up their calendar they're getting out yeah. there they're paying their dues you know and they're they're, they're turning into road warriors you know and that's that's what's going to take them up yeah and i think they're comfortable on big stages small stages anywhere as well they've got that 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 level of professionalism that will probably take them forward now so uh that's that's one of our first ones for um for this year another one for me is dunes um good mates of ours again they've been on the podcast they've got another album coming out i believe this year they, they've sort of recently been in the studio um another band that that work their asses off live wise they're always playing gigs but i i reckon they're gonna have a strong one this year as well hell yeah yeah and you've just said it yourself same reason one of the hardest working uk bands out there yeah up on the country that you know playing their asses off and just to go back to a theme that that comes up on this podcast so often they've got fucking songs yeah. they've got they've got choruses they've got hooks they've got the dunes have got tunes <laughs> there you go put that on a sticker on the front cover of the album <laughs> um any others that you want to throw in the mix Believe i was thinking about year. penny coffin because i think they put out such a strong release yeah. this year i really want to hear how that expands um 
they're a band um they've done a series of eps and um but yeah they've all been good uh, but the last thing um was it conscripted morality the last That's one EP yep. they put out was really strong yeah and it's just a, another example of a band that um you know a good band that suddenly have just up their game or seem to up their game with that release so they're one that i thought do you know what i i uh, you know whether we get a, re a release from them this year i mean i don't know i'm not sure what their plans are but i really want to hear what they do next so penny coffin for me i think could be major players like in the death metal scene yeah hopefully some shows in the south as well so they're, they're scottish based aren't they i don't i think they've got are they playing uh that that necropolis event at new cross Inn? i think they're on I that think so yeah yeah i yeah i'm not sure actually so you know getting down to london i know the world doesn't revolve around london but you know, if you can get gigs down here, then, you know, it does help your exposure, doesn't it? So, yeah, I, I, I the, the, that EP, Conscripted Morality, is fucking, it's great. Nice white vinyl as well. You know, really nice. I like that. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm just looking at my, my album list from last year. Um, you know, you could say that quite, so many of these bands could really strike gold this year, play right. I mean, we've, we've spoken about Earn loads of times. Yeah. Uh, you know, they really you mentioned should. it once or twice, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, now on on that point, actually, of earn though. See, I I think what we're what we're starting to see. Um, so there's a again another thing's often talked about is like, you know, who who are who is who are the next festival headliners? Okay, yeah. And we've always yeah, struggled yeah. to find that band, but what we are starting to see, I think, is the rise of that kind of second tier band, like we. I guess up till now it's been bands like Mastodon, Gojira, bands like that. And yeah. I think we're starting to see that level of bands coming up. And I'm thinking about bands like Urn. I'm thinking about uh, bands like Green Lung. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd also say I think Hell Ripper have got a chance of kind of stretching out to that mass appeal as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, people talking the about them. And what's great is, you know, as UK metal fans, is a lot of those bands are coming up from the UK. Yeah. And having seen all of them live last year, you know, they are on top of their game and I think they they've got further to go. Yeah, completely agree with that. It's a fuck it's a fucking exciting time to be in a British metal band, really. The scene's as strong as it ever has been, I think. Certainly in the yeah. underground. But outside of Britain, I mean we said it before, but orbit culture, they really should. Yeah. Yeah. Make a leap this year. Look, the, the UK dates they've just announced for March are sold out, or as near as damn it, sold yeah. out every show. And I and if there was a one-off London show, I would have expected that perhaps, but I think there's five UK dates and a load of European dates, and they're all just fucking selling out like wildfire. So yeah. there's there's something, yeah. there's definitely something in there, definitely. So you and me, we you we we slept on that and missed out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I remember I, I, we had the conversation, it won't sell out now, it'll be fine. We'll we'll play it cool. We'll yeah, play exactly, it cool. exactly. Yeah. The thing is, I really wanted to go, but I, I've got to make some choices for, for different reasons this year financially, unfortunately. And March is already nuts for gigs for me. And it even is, if, it is a even bit, if it's it on a Sunday, I, I just I just had to say, you know what, I've got I've got to be a grown up with this and say no. Yeah, Orbit um, Culture give me one of those. They'll be back. I mean, last yeah. year I think they did four tours in the US with various headline acts, so they're clearly up for the. Up for the grass, yeah. you know. And the underworld, though, man. I mean, Christ, that's 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 a sick. You know what? As as awesome as that would be, I think what we've said about orbit culture before is is on a big stage. I think they're going to be really impressive. So yeah. if they do get to bigger venues, then I think they'll be just as good. So I, I'm 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 you know 
sort of all four however it comes i'll, I'll go check them out it'll be um yeah yeah it'll be a good one yeah hell ripper um and one band that i've heard new to me over the christmas period that i think are gonna you know raise their heads a little bit this year only on the underground level you know it's probably a bit early for that but goat major yeah uh, we're yeah. listening to them from uh three piece doom essentially from um from wales fucking brilliant older guys as well they're sort of i uh, sort of late 30s maybe approaching our age but yeah fucking really I, love yeah. what you hear about them i had a really good feeling listening to that, that. and it, and you're right it came out of the blue i think that was just kind of shared as a recommendation um yeah. jumped on it and it was one of those ones where it just ended up staying on from beginning to end first playthrough you know, I got, I was reminded of Goat Snake. Actually, speaking of goats, like it was kind of got that <laughs> that <laughs> it, you know it captured that corner for me. Um, but really cool little release that, really cool. Yeah, yeah. And the full length album I think is out in March, so I'll, um, I'll be uh, yeah looking forward to that. And they're on they're on Ripple Music, which is a great label anyway. They gave some good stuff last year. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah. They're they're um, they're a bit of a punt. Anybody got any else throwing the mix? Sadly, I've not discovered anything sort of recently. So, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll be talking about albums in a bit. Well, so you mean sure. you've, you've like taken a couple of weeks off from relentlessly listening to metal releases? <laughs> How fucking I, need, I needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I, ju I just think it's going to be year, a year of seeing a lot of bands take a few strides forward, you know, even like Celestial Sanctuary and bands like that. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. What comes yeah, next? Yeah. You know, they've sort of. You know, they've, they've, um, you know, they're like big fish in a small pond now. You know, they've kind of outgrown um, their roots, I guess, not their roots, you know, but they're, they're, you know, their sort of immediate environment. And it's like, well, what happens next? You know, where are they all going to go? And I think yeah, we're going to see yeah, a lot they, of these they bands probably need some, some, um, some sort of Europe, some dates in Europe, don't they? And things like that. Get out with, with a half decent headliner and, and play That's to kind of thousand people. That sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're going to see that this year. Like a lot of these bands, um, you know, they've outgrown the UK, I guess is what I'm going to say, uh, what I'm trying to say. And, you know, it'll be out to the festival scenes, the European festivals, and hopefully beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. I'd like to see like a big metal band take out the likes of Hell Ripper, you know, someone like a creator or someone like that mm. take Hell Ripper out to play on big stages because. Do you know what I was? So I saw um, I was at the urn show um, at the downstairs at the dome, Fuck as off. it's called now. And no, and do you know what? I had a thought. I was watching them, and it was fucking great. I mean, they were just nailing it. Um, and actually, actually, before I make the point, I was going to make uh, shout out to Mountain Cooler who played that night as well. That's another band that I I just want to kind of put up there as an you know UK band on top of their game. I, you know, they've got a release waiting to be, uh, waiting to come out. And I think that's going to, uh, that's going to be a big one for me. Um, it sounded great. Sounded great live. Um, Band of the Night, actually, for me. But Earn um, delivered a great set as well. And I was thinking I could see Metallica taking this band out. Yeah. I could imagine them on a huge stadium tour as, you know, in the same way that they took Corrosion out with them kind of back in the 90s. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? It sounds right. And I could, I don't think it's a massive stretch of the imagination to, to, you know, on a bit of a whim, Lars gets, gets wind of this band from the UK. They're fucking great. And it's like, yeah, come on boys. You know, they've got the contacts. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, yeah. yeah, they've got, you know, they're in with sort of universal music. So, you know, I think yeah. they've got the right people that can put them in the right, uh, you know, under the right noses. And it wouldn't surprise me. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, it's not a, a firm prediction there. But, you know, if that happened, I'd be like, fucking good on them. They fucking deserve it. And yeah, it just feels right. You can see their name on a tour poster, can't you, with with the likes of Metallica? That it does. Yeah. It just it just seems that works. It feels right. You know. Yeah. No, so I'm gonna I'm manifesting okay, that okay. shit right now. You heard it here. <laughs> like I want it to happen for them, and I think they deserve it. And it would be a great little package. Well, it wouldn't be a little package, would it? It's fucking Metallica. It'd well, be yeah, great, yeah, yeah. No, that would that would be fucking incredible. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure they would turn it down. Let's put it that way. You know. Um, but yeah, look, there's going to be bundles of others, and no doubt, as as the year goes on, and we're you know, there's going to be debut albums coming out. There'll be loads of stuff we'll be talking about. So I'm sure there's going to be buckloads, and you know, we'll be exhausted again at the end of the year. Um, right, let's talk about albums then, because that's going to be the biggest part of, of 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 the episode. Really, it's already there's there's stuff being talked about that we know um, bands that we know are dropping albums, and then there's the ones that we hope are going to drop albums this year. So. What are the biggest ones? Voice of reason. What's the biggest one for you that you know is coming this year? Uh, well, I mean, to start with, Judas Priest. The priests, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's it. That's the first. I think for me, that's the first big one. Really, I mean, there's a hand handful before then, but yeah, that I and uh, Invincible Shield and, and Bruce's um, new album mm. are released a week apart, aren't they? They are, yeah. I think, like, like I say, that that's the first. Like, we all we're all looking forward to that. We all want that to be big. It it looks promising. It sounds promising. Yeah, We've singles sound great. I've loved every I've, all the singles they've dropped. Judas Priest, I've I thought have been excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just sound like Priest on fire. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, those that, those first couple of weeks of March are looking, <laughs> you know, quite quite mad. You got like I say, you got Priest. Uh, you got obviously Bruce Dickinson. Um, releasing thing ministry as well oh, fuck me really yeah. i didn't, I didn't yeah, know that ministry. Yeah. um i think some some people be quite happy you, you've got new sonata Antarctica, you've got new dragon force um so you know first i mean first couple of weeks of march they're, they're always a bit big aren't they really you get the first yeah, yeah first two true. weeks out of the way and it feels like people are ready for new albums by that point so there is that um i mean february you've got some interesting ones obviously you've got the new ishan um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing that. Just you know, both yeah. both you know the metal album and the symphonic album, and that's yeah. that, it, it, and it's great because I think I think I can actually put the symphonic album on. I'm hoping I can put that on when I do my J job. So because <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't listen to metal or, or pop or anything with vocals when I'm working. Generally speaking, it's always instrumental stuff, classical movie scores. So yeah, please please give me something something a bit more meaty to to get pissed off at spreadsheets with. Um, there better, there yeah. better be a couple of nice vinyl packages for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think also February, I'm, I'm a bit curious, but the, the uh, new one from Bork Nagar. Okay. I, mean, I, not, I never not know if bad. I say that right. But yeah, I mean, they're a bit new to me still, but, you know, someone who really got into Enslaved recently, then, you know, they're, they're a band I kind of want to pay more attention to. I, mean, I know they've got a, firm fan base and whatnot so there'll be definitely some people looking forward to that so that's certainly that's a start i think certainly but <laughs> it's start, yeah it's a start yeah but yeah that's 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 the opening, um, opening saxon are dropping a new album on january the 19th hell fire and damnation 
Um, mm. I've never been the biggest Saxon fan, but after conversations with Bean a few weeks ago, I've I've started listening to more some of their more recent stuff, and I'm surprised how good it is. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I mean, um, so Andy Sneap is producing again yeah. for the new oh, Saxon can't record. Go wrong. Obviously, can't go wrong there. And of course, he's done all the the newer Judas Priest stuff or the the most recent Judas Priest stuff. Um, <clears throat> And if if you know if you listen to, um, like Firepower by Priest and Thunderbolt by Saxon have got a really similar sound. They could they they yeah. they're good albums to listen to together. You know they they they're um they're kind of like um I don't know just very similar, very cool. So I'm hoping for some more of that actually. If it sounds like Thunderbolt, which I think was the last Saxon album, other than the covers albums that they've um they put out in the last few years, they've done a few sort of tributes. Um, you know covers of their major influences and stuff like that which have which have been fun but thunderbolt was the last album of theirs that really made me sit up so i'm 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 keen to hear what hellfire and damnation is uh is all about um i did read today that biff describes the title as something his dad used to say whenever it was uh, he got annoyed with something <laughs> hellfire and damnation <laughs> like well that's obviously in the days before we just went ah oh, for fuck's sake Exactly. Yeah. So it is. It's kind of a Yorkshire, uh, you know, uh, older generation Yorkshire version of "For fuck's sake." Hellfire. All right. Fair enough. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. It. And obviously, they're they're playing with um with with Priest on that tour later in the year anyway, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So you know, they're always good value live as well. Saxon on Lucifer, their yeah. new album Five or V, whichever whichever you want to call it, is out on the 26th of January. They've, they've dropped three singles from that so far. And four. There's four now. Sorry. Yeah. There's four. Yeah. Um, and already that's, I, I've already got a feeling that's going to be in my list towards the end of the year. Really strong it's, so far. I mean, it's it's real fresh classic rock vibes yeah. from that album. It's got a distinctive vibe to it. You know, he's got he's got you know that old sort of occultish thing going on. That and word again, fresh it, though, that's 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 quite important. It is. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think I think you know when we, we we're talking about stuff from like you know likes of Green Lung. Um, but also, dare I say, Ghost and Creeper. It fits into that slightly theatrical, a bit yeah. overblown, but classic rock that, oh, your dad probably will like. And yeah. I know, I know, you know what? I think my neighbours will like it because, my God, they've been, <laughs> they've been enjoying some good music lately. During what's, the day what's, what's the latest? What's the latest with the neighbours? <laughs> um, I, I didn't detect anything today, um, but I, that's because I was mainly at my desk sitting down there. Um but yeah, it's it's been it's been really great just to hear hear some hear neighbours that, that that don't play shit basically, and I need to knock on their door and say, "What the hell? Come on, what what are you doing? Are this you coming to be, this, this could you be know, the beginning of such a beautiful friendship. <laughs> I've, I've got to. I, I have to say, look, guys, are you coming to see Creeper down the road in March with us? Because you know we're having we're having a big old weekend, so whatnot. But yeah, it's just it's it, it's you know ghost. You know, I know they're getting they're they're getting quite big, but it's just. They still got a bit of that sort of underground thing going on, and uh, they're not, you know. I've, I've heard them play Foo Fighters, for example. You know, that's fair enough. But yeah, so yeah, um, but yeah, I think Lucifer. Back to back to the point. They've got that sort of vibe, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and they've been, I've been, but like I say, fifth album. They've been at it for a while. Swedish. They know what they're Under doing. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. And look, the one thing that is winding me up though is they're they're going out on tour in Europe and they're taking the Night Eternal out with them. And there is no sign of a UK show. No, so, no, no. You know, <laughs> that, 
that would be that that just is made to be in somewhere like Helgi's or somewhere like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just oh man, imagine imagine field. watching Lucifer in Helgi's. I mean, if there was a venue, if you can call it a venue, I mean, I know it is, but you know, it's just like a, you know this tiny little dive bar, uh, you know, metal dive bar, great little venue. Um, a band like Lucifer um, in there would just be, you know, that's yeah, that's, gonna, you, that's, that's it's yeah, perfect. It's perfection. It would, but what what I do like, man, like like Andy said, is it's a fresh sound. There's a lot of this occultist stuff going on around at the moment, and they they obviously have got that vibe. But it's it's it is like you said, it's accessible, and they 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 could break through to the next kind of barrier and then break through that barrier to the next level where yeah. You know, sort of, there'd be a little bit more of a mainstream appeal to them, and it's and maybe it's a bit cynical, but you know, with a front woman singing who's you know not not exactly harsh on the eye, <laughs> they're probably they, they could be quite market, easy to market. Yeah, um, completely. I'm surprised. Completely. I'm surprised that the, the mags and whatnot on, you know, at them a bit more, but that that may well change. Yeah, you can't you can't ignore that. It's you know, it is the thing, the sort of thing that gets picked up on, and, and she's a great vocalist. Got you know it, her. Her vocal style suits the music perfectly. It's, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Love never it. mind the night eternal. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, loose for a blood star when they're together. Yeah, that's another one that would be, you know. A, a, but the problem is, and again, we we've talked about this already that these these bands, this this style of metal, just doesn't seem to be catching yeah. on in the UK on a major scale. So, you know, it's oh, I don't know. It is. It's frustrating, but. I don't know. Uh, we, we, look, we'll see. Yeah, it is might, it, is it, it might it, click, but is it because we we don't easily go in for? I mean, or there's a minority that will go for it, but generally speaking, we don't go in for that overblown sound. You know, people don't no. like theatrics. They don't like. It's the not very whole... British, is it? No, we're we're a bit serious and and yeah. down and dowdy and like more oh, oh, grumble, grumble, grumble. You know, so and I think it is only a minority that will embrace that sort of tongue-in-cheek overblown yeah um, theatrical you know everything we've just talked about um, you, go, you go back 15 years and and everyone was talking about dragon force so it, it, it ridiculous quite frankly they've never actually been any good but <laughs> yeah i mean I've, 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 they've never meant anything to me dragon force um you know but that's that was about as ridiculous and overblown as it gets so you know, they were on fucking Guitar Hero for Christ's sake. So it's, you know, they must have done something right. So I, I don't understand why it's not happening now. But look, watch this space. Bands like Tailgunner might be the, you know, the ignition for that. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, e Sam, we talked about that. Uh, Zach Sabbath. I know Bean's going to want to talk about this. So let's get that. Oh, out. listen. Do I want to talk about this? So this the. This came out of nowhere. I think there, there were rumors and maybe um, you know predictions or guesses that um, Zach Sabbath were gonna do what they've done, um, which is cut follow up their um, uh, Vertigo release, which they put out a couple of years ago now. I, I'm not sure the, the the year, but it's say I'm gonna say two years old, which was Zach Wild um, <clears throat> and band uh, re-recording the entire. Black Sabbath debut album. And it sounds phenomenal. If you haven't heard it, it is excellent. It is really, really good. Um, and they've followed it up with a re-recording, or they're about to follow it up now with Paranoid and Masters of Reality. It's coming um, as a double package, I think. It's isn't coming it? as a double yeah. package. Yeah. So both albums, one package, vinyl only, or, or sorry, not vinyl only, but um 
it's uh, they're not releasing it digitally. So this is going to be purely physical product, CD, tape, vinyl. That's cool, to be fair. So um, there's already a lot of grumblings about that on the internet. I've seen in the chat rooms the and internet. comments and on all that. But do you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. Because um, I think it's very cool. And look, we know Zach Wilde is a massive Black Sabbath fan. We know he can play those tunes, you know, effortlessly. You know, he's been doing it for years and years and years. But I would say if you're curious and you can track down a copy, I think you're, you know, if you want to hear it, you can probably find it on YouTube because yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a bit of a, uh, uh, you know, a <laughs> apocalyptic wasteland where anything goes. So <laughs> um, they, the Vertigo release, the debut was phenomenal. Like really, it, it, it exceeded my expectations. Um, I was excited for it, but it's so good. That's big um, words for a cover album. You know that? I know. Well, this is the thing because you know a cover album. They're normal. You know, a, a few minutes ago, I was talking about Saxon, and they put they've put out um, uh, the the covers albums that I talked about. I think they did two of them, and they're fun. You know, it's you listen to it, great. Um, the new Borgia just put just put out a covers album as well. That's really good, and that's a lot really of fun to fun. listen to, right? The deep so, purple yeah. cover is fucking brilliant. Love exactly. it. Exactly right. So there's you know there is some good stuff out there, and. But I find covers albums that usually it's no more than a kind of a passing like, oh, yeah, man, that's cool, you know, in both those cases. But this Zach Sabbath Vertigo album, and I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they follow this up to the same degree of quality, is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Bold words. Yeah. So that's so it'd be no surprise to anyone. That's one of my top uh, like anticipated releases this year. The question is, do we allow covers albums to go into top 40s at the end of the year? Top yes. 50s in your case. Yes. <laughs> right, do you know what? I thought of another one today. Vastum. I was walking along thinking, shit, I didn't I didn't even put that in my list. Um, there was too much good music listened, uh, released last year, um, but which is a good thing. So look. You, you need to move on. You can't move on. It's, it's a great thing to complain about. But I, yeah, I'm really, really excited for um, Doomed Forever, Forever Doomed. <laughs> fucking great title um should we talk about the mandrake project because that's that's we haven't, we haven't even been around enough on here to talk about the single which i, I almost forgotten about which is poor because it's bruce fucking dickinson for christ's sake um what do we think what do we think of the single uh, i like it yeah i think it's good i think it's um you know it's in keeping i think with what we've with um with with Bruce's previous solo work, but it's strong. Good, massive chorus. I like it. Video's a bit uh, <laughs> naff. But... Yes, yeah, I made the mistake of hearing it first with the video. And right. It, it, it makes it too long. Without the video, it's, it, it is much better. The video is just a bit overblown nonsense, to be honest. It's when love and hate collide all over again kind of thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that bad. But um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I like it. It's, it's surprisingly heavy. I think I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well, I think the, when it was when it dropped, uh, the first headline I saw was uh, I can't remember who, who who put it out there, but somebody said um, like, "Who knew Bruce's new single was essentially going to be a Candlemas song?" Yeah, <laughs> something along those lines. So I kind of went into it with that expectation, and, and to be fair, it's pretty doomy. You know, it's yeah. it's it's certainly the first like the opening, um, you know, the verses, and they're uh, are pretty doomy. And then when it hits that chorus, you know, it's classic Bruce. You know, he just opens up and goes for it. Um, I'm excited for the album. I'm 
still haven't quite got my head around the concept of the Mandrake project. Um, so that's, you know, that's something I need to catch up with, really. I, I, I bought, imagine that's what um, Bruce will want. Yeah, I bought the um, the seven inch single, actually, which comes with a, a prequel comic book sort of attached to it. But I have to confess, I haven't read it yet. So I, I haven't done my homework in um, in that sense. And have you bought the single? Because obviously, you know, for the same reason. I, I haven't, no. But that's just generally because I'm not, I don't really buy singles and whatnot. And, no, no, neither do I. And the thing is, is it, you know, even with beloved with both metal and comics, the crossover there, I generally don't make a point of going to. I mean, there's a lot of sort of comic, metal-related comics out there. There's a small indie company that have been focusing on them. Um I think when I worked at a comic shop briefly a couple of years ago, they uh, they released one about Disturbed, which I think pretty much put me off, to be honest. The idea, yeah, it would. Um, but I no, I am actually curious about this, and I know that they made a point of at least getting an artist with uh, some general pedigree. I think Stans Johnson, who's a who's an old school UK artist, he's done stuff for two thousand AD and DC, and I think possibly Marvel here and there. So you know, there's always there's always a risk with I think things like this where they'll get. An amateur, and don't get me wrong, you know, fair, you know, I always champion amateur artists, but I think when you're doing something like this, you want someone who's got a degree of professionalism and experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite yeah. frankly. At that, that level, but, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. a lot of, you know, a lot of publishers out there who just want to get a graphic novel or a comic done out of a quick, quick, they, they, there isn't enough artistic credit. It's all about the writer and, and the, and the, uh, the IP and, you know, get, get who, get, just get someone to draw it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, in this case, they've not. They they've they've got some some names behind it. So I'm I'm glad 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 with that. And yeah, Stas Johnson is is a decent artist. He's solid. He's got he's got a bit of depth to his work. But it's it's straightforward. It's not too too mad. So um, I probably will try and check it out at some point. The big question is is being sort of like getting your head around the Mandrake project, whatever it is. I, I the, the single doesn't really give anything away in terms of what the album is going to be like. Um, the concept no one can understand. I, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect from it. I, you know, you could listen to it and the rest of it is just like a classic Bruce Dickinson album, you know, and, and the lyrics are just the concept. But I, I've got I've got no idea. It could be something completely different. It could be a Candlemas album. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I wonder how much of the, how much the tour plays a part in explaining, like, is it going to be a theatrical piece, you know, Probably. in terms of the presentation of, of the gig, you know, is because there's a lot of dates um, being booked. Uh, yeah. Most days I'm seeing, you know, he's all around Europe. There's a UK tour as well. You know, I think I would expect Bruce to pull something out of the bag. That's a bit more than just a gig. Yeah. Yes, and yes. when you're presenting this as the Mandrake project, I'm quite excited to see how that translates onto stage, whatever it is, whatever form it takes. I feel like it's, um, I don't know, this kind of multi multifaceted thing that's just going to come alive in, in a lot of different ways or not, you know, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love Bruce Dickinson solo stuff anyway. It's all been just fucking great. I'm disappointed not to got a ticket for the London show, but hopefully I can, I can pick one up and I'll be able to go because I've never seen him live and that, you know, ticks a box, doesn't it? It's just, it'd be great to hear some of those, those fucking great songs, you know, your tears of the dragon, you're born in 58, tattooed millionaire, just great, great hard rock stroke, heavy metal songs that take away the fact it's Bruce Dickinson. They're just great fucking songs. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fucking good. Um, Nails are making a comeback. 
this year as well, which I didn't expect to see. No, no. Well, I, I didn't know what the state of nails was. I thought they kind of all, it would sort of just like crumbled a bit and disintegrated. Yeah. And I think, you know, Todd Jones was, I think, the sole member. Um, so I don't know who nails is at the moment, whether it's as it was or if it's something completely new. Yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit of an odd one, but they're um, they're obviously they're one of those cult bands, aren't they? So it's almost it almost kind of suits their whole demographic. What what they do? Let's let's just oh, we're back. We're dropping an album. It, it's it's a bit like that, isn't it? But it's not going to be a subtle approach, is it? No, I mean, I imagine it will kind of shred faces and you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and with a bit of luck, they'll play live as well. If if there is a band or whether it is just a one man project, I, I I don't know, but. Um, but yeah, I can imagine the fucking they'd be savage live. Mm. Um, kind of what they're one of those bands that are a little bit like Nail Bomb or something like that, where everyone's just like, This is going to be fucking cool, yeah. You know, they, it's yeah, just yeah. going to drop, it's going to be fucking heavy, everyone's going to be on board with it, it's going to be exciting. Um, and then yeah, they probably just fuck off and disappear for however long, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, like, you know, might drop moment, be, isn't it? yeah, we'll all just talk about how that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and then they'll disappear again for another 10 years, but um. But yeah, um, I saw something this week that um, that Ghost have got plans to do stuff this year. Uh, apparently a live album, potentially a movie. Um, and I believe the current iteration of Papa Emeritus 4 will be dying this year. So um, they'll be uh, they'll be busy doing, doing their thing. I mean, but they, they, need, they need they need to now make that step to headliner, don't they? Well, I mean, they've, they've half made it already, but yeah, yeah I mean, we, we need the next out al next album to be the one that puts them, mm. yeah, you yeah. know, in a in a in, in dare I say it, the sort of one of the great rock bands of our time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that I think they are genuinely the closest we thing we've got, the closest band we've got to that you know, that headliner slot that we often talk about, you know, the Iron Maidens, the ACDCs, those kind of Donington yep. headliners. I'm not saying they're, that they are up there with them, but I just think they are the closest thing we've got um, to that. So it'd be interesting to see if they do make that that jump to that kind of like global superstardom. Uh, I think they can. Oh, look, they, look, they, they're oh, capable yeah. and certainly they've got the stage presence to, to be able to do that. And, you know, with what they with what their production is on stage, you can only just make that even more ridiculous, can't you? Is all the I mean, that's the thing. They they're going to be a band who who will attract people who aren't into metal. Yeah, yeah. That's completely. the thing. Is it is that stage show, that entertainment, that day out. You know, they they yeah. could well. You know, it's not just a festival. So they could well. I, I expect they'll headline Hyde Park one day in the next few years that's probably a good shout yeah and, and look yeah. you've got to be looking at sort of download 2025 stroke 2026 that's yeah you know that that would be the the prime time i think next album big big sort of package behind it huge tour all the big it's, european festivals it's yeah. interesting like you talk about them having a like met pep potentially having a film in the pipeline and things like that they are a band that I always feel like they've they've got a plan. Like I feel like they know what they're doing in five years from now already. You know, it's yeah. kind of all lined up. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if the, the ghost as a brand just gets stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And look, fair play. There's a lot of people that slag them off, whether they're not metal or whatever they are, or whatever they aren't. They're no, fucking the, good at what they do. The thing is, this is weird because obviously you. 
it's interesting to, we're talking about them as a band when what they are is is a music project from one yeah. band and his associates and in some ways that's that's why it could continue for quite some time because you know there, there's no band problems they're not going to split up are they Matt say it would just be I'm not going to continue with this anymore I'm going to do something different yeah, yeah. you know he can replace his name this schools or witless schools or witless minions or whatever they're called um at any time um and keep going and just keep working on the songs keep you know using that experience using his own songwriting you know he can get some other professionals i mean there's people who have probably had success in bands before who are like you know what i've had a bit of a success but give me a mask and i'll get involved kind of thing there's no reason why he can't do something like that yeah there, there is a bit of that there's all sorts of collaborations that are possible and if it's all you yeah. we don't even know other than a couple of people who has actually been in ghost over the years so there could have mm. been all sorts of people involved in that project yeah he like has gone through a fair a fair chunk of nameless ghouls yeah so it's um yeah it, it's it's just such a fun concept isn't it you can't deny that it's it gets people talking yeah yeah I, I there's a, there's a, I I people that that kind of do, do the whole kind of ghost art metal line right it, it irritates me because I really think they're missing the point like they don't get for me I see ghost as like a Trojan horse. Like the the pop melodies, um, the you know easy on the ear sort of tunes, um, and then when you dig in, you hear that the the lyrics are just as satanic as like a Behemoth album. Yeah, yeah, right. And this is the thing that people miss. It's like there's this great uh, irony to the how poppy it sounds, and when you sit and listen, the lyrics are dark, you know. But they're you know yeah. it's it's dark. It's it's like a fun fantasy dark. Bit tongue in cheek, isn't it? It's tongue in cheek, but it's so fucking clever. Yeah. It's so clever, and they're missing the point. It's it it is. It's one of the most um, intelligent music projects I think I've heard in a long, long time. For that reason, it's it's bang on. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Watch this space. I can't wait to see what they do next. It's always good fun. And look, the last album was a grower as well. That's another yeah. thing. Mm. First first few listens, I was like, oh, I don't know about this, but it it grew and it grew and it grew, and it just got songs like Spillways, just stadium rock waiting yeah. to happen. It was, it was on a lot of our, it was like I say, so many album album of the year lists by the end of it. So many yeah. people thought, yeah, it's fair. It might not, not have been a number one for a lot of people, but it was it yeah. was in the mix. It was in so, the yeah. memories. At the end of, what was it, 2022 it was released? Yeah. yeah. Was at, the the end of, month, at the end so, of 2022, yeah. I had to check that 2022 was the year of release because I felt so familiar with it. It just felt like it had been out for years. It felt like a classic. Yeah. And I was, I was shocked when I was like, shit, that was released this year. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've lived with this album for years. It's what he does. It just sort of fucking worms into your skull and, it, you know, it, it's not going away. But yeah, look, I, I, I can't wait. And I've seen them live once. It was Wembley Arena. I think it was that was the last gig went to before COVID, actually. <laughs> that was it. That was, yeah. It was, wasn't it? Fuck me. It was rough, sort of November 2019, something like that. November 2019. That was the last big gig I went to before everything fell apart. Yeah, fuck me. Like, you know, see that in itself is just that's an age, it's an age ago. It just feels like a different time. But um, but yeah, look, um on a different level, I also saw a couple of days ago that bleeding through are uh, coming yeah. back this year. Um, first album since 2018's Love Will Kill All, which was a reunion album, wasn't it? Um yeah. they're gonna be touring, right, you said. So. so I'll be I'll be all over this. I fucking love bleeding through. Yeah. And I know yeah, and I know you do as well. They you know, we yeah. go back a long way with this band. 
I mean, admittedly, the last time did pass me by, but as I said, I wasn't listening to much metal at that point in time. Um, but yeah, I died the old stuff. Portrait of a Goddess and This Is Love, This Is Murderous. Classics. Love those albums. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I think I, I was at their, I suppose, their last dates when they yeah. played uh, in 2014. When they Underworld, played the Underworld, wasn't it? Yeah. Underworld, yeah, that was, that was. And again, even at that point, I wasn't doing as much metal and I certainly wasn't doing much moshing, but I was down the front of that. <laughs> I wasn't missing that. So they're, uh, a, they're an absolutely unreal live band. Yeah. You know, Brendan Chapati is just such a fucking, he's just such it's, an intense front man. And it's just for me, oh, you know what, they, they should have, I really wanted them to be bigger because it's yeah. just that blend of really heavy, brutal, hardcore metal, just absolutely as intense as you get, but with this just magnificently majestic gothic stuff going on. There's there's no band that did what they did and do what they do. When they um, when they first appeared, I saw them referred to on on an internet forum somewhere, which is obviously that sort of kind of says it all about when it was um, as bottom core, okay, so, <laughs> which kind of made sense at the time, I suppose. But but um, but hey, look, portrait of a goddess is over twenty years old now. This is love. This is murderous. Is over twenty years old now. They, yeah, just yeah, twenty. You know, so yeah, it was, yeah, two thousand three, wasn't it? So and that's when we kind of discovered them and. They are they are bona fide classics from that era. You know what? Because again, they they came out of that. We we don't talk about this enough, but there, there was that little scene in the uh, at the beginning of the the two thousands in Orange County, Orange County, California. Yeah. yeah, that little scene that had bleeding through. Um, eighteen visions. Yeah, eighteen sevenfold. Eighteen visions. The agony um, scene were another one. In with the that, agony, I yeah, I think there's a, a but I, but I think they they spun out. I know they were more more metal, but they were also quite hardcore. But they spun out of I think the popularity of AFI. Yeah, that's that's probably a good. Okay, shout. Yeah, that that sort of stuff. They they came after AFI. But if you think about what they did, the, the look that they had, the skinny jeans, the black, the sort of punk goth but metal. It was them that basically paved the way for the emo, popular emo look of the 2000s. Yeah. But the problem here is, is because their music was much more niche and not as appealing to a lot of people, it needed a band like My Chemical Romance to, to dilute that quite a lot um, and, you know, make that popular. But I think without those bands in the mix, I think, we would have had a very different looking um, sort of rock scene in the noughties with yeah. that emo, goth, whatever, you know, metalcore kind of stuff. Because obviously, yeah, it, it was the same sort of time as, you know, the original metalcore, Killswitch and, and Shadows Fall, etc. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't, yeah, I, I think those bands, whatever we might think of those bands, I think they don't get the credit for for their influence. No, I think I, I think coming out of new metal, I, I, you know, and we'll we'll know that talk about this on a bigger scale at some point. But coming out of new metal, they, and this sounds really cliched, cliched and a bit corny, but they brought the metal back. Yeah, you know what I mean, didn't they? They brought back the solos and the lead work and the twin guitars and and all that kind of thing. And it was just it it was it was refreshing. And that they were all all great live bands as well. It was some fucking phenomenal gigs. I mean, talking yeah. of bleeding through, I saw them do a last minute. Um, floor show at the Verge in Kentish Town, and that was one of the most insane gigs I've ever been to. It was like fifty people in there. It was absolutely fucking mental, absolutely <laughs> mental. It looked like a war zone. 
you know, 45 minutes. I think um, Knuckle Dust supported. There's oh, one of them. Yeah, it was just, it was absolute fucking carnage. And uh, yeah, I drove the five hours back to Cornwall as soon as that kick had finished. So it was good to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, whatever you might think of them or think of them now. Yeah, when Avenged Sevenfold played the Underworld in 2004, that's one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Absolutely and, phenomenal. You know, and and you 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 know you were there. You know, yeah. festival <laughs> headlining band, and they're in the Underworld. So you know, it's um yeah. Look, I still don't get the Avenged Sevenfold thing, but that's just me. I'm a grumpy old fart. No, it's me as well. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, look, Lee likes them, doesn't he? So, fucking bass players, what do they know? I mean, I never really gave the album last year a chance because what I heard, I just didn't like at all, but maybe I should. But It's, yeah. it's always been mm, Shadow's vocals. They're just, they're just great on me. I can't fucking handle it. Awful. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, what have I missed off the list? Anything else that... Um, there's, there's Anthrax. Well, this is the thing. I'm looking. I'm looking through the Wikipedia in production. Probably going to come out this year. List. So yeah, yeah, we're sorry. at that. Yeah, we're at that point, aren't we? Where the bands that we think are going to release some albums this year. Mm. So yeah, Anthrax. Anthrax are yeah. one of those. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, so the production photos are up online, so you can see they're in the studio. So work, you know, songs are on tape. Uh, that really excites me. Um, and interestingly, I think they like the last set of photos they put up. Dave Grohl was hanging around, and you kind of like he, you know, you saw <laughs> he, was, he was playing drums when he uh, saw that. You know, whether that's I, I, I think they're using his studio. I could have that completely wrong, but um, be interesting to see if he crops up on it. Um, you know, Anthrax are a band that are no strangers to having uh, guests on their albums and other musicians coming in. So, you know, um, that could be interesting, but. For All Kings, I thought was a great album. Worship Music, I thought was a great album. Yeah, both so, solid. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, whether it, I mean, it hasn't been confirmed whether it comes out this year or not. Um, we don't know yet, but I hope so. I'm I'm yeah. keen for it. Keen to Scott, hear it. Scott Ian's just turned 60 as well, isn't it? His, uh, his yeah. birthday. Did you see his birthday party? <laughs> Fucking Batmobile. <laughs> of course. Of course. And he was, um, it was a picture of him holding up some uh, some fucking bottle of wine. I can't remember what it was. It was a 2001 something. I, I looked it up and it was a thousand pound bottle of wine. Oh. Listen, when, if you only turn 60 once. Yeah, that's true. You know, and if I haven't got a thousand pound bottle of wine and a Batmobile at my 60th birthday party, <laughs> then I'm. Let me, uh, let me note that down. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 I'm not dropping hints well, or anything, but. <laughs> if, we stick a, if we stick a tenner in the bank now, or the way inflation goes, then uh, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll have a yeah, we'll have a whip round. Um, so yeah, Anthrax one, I believe Testament are a potential yeah. release this year. That's yeah. on the list, yeah. Yeah. Now there are rumours that Aussie might drop something uh, new musical. Um, he's on he's on the list as in production. So and he has yeah. said that he wants to do an, another album. Um, in the absence of any touring, you know, we all know he's out of the game in terms of that. Um, he's consistently said, "I'll get in the studio and do some music then." Um, so whether we see anything from him remains to be seen. He works really quickly. So since he's been collaborating yeah. with Andrew Watt, so his last two albums were, you know, written and recorded in, in really short spaces of time. Um, and I think they're both strong albums. Um, but, you know, watch this space. That might just be um, something for further down the line, but he's certainly being talked about as someone that might have a release this year. Well, one band I'm going to sort of try and check out a bit, is Nile. 
I've got them down as one of my one. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I've, I think because this year this is an interesting one. I, I last year I listened to a lot of music, <laughs> a lot of new music, and oh, I yeah, noticed you know. I, I I I listened to two hundred thirty five new albums last Fuck year. Me. When you I put know. that into context, that's it's yeah. ridiculous. But yeah. the, this is the thing: is I think even by the end of it, I was kind of umming and ahhing about the top forty at the end. I was sort of struggling. Um, so the fact is, most of those albums I was indifferent to. You know, I listened to once, maybe twice, and ultimately went nowhere with them. But I think there's a few. There was a few of those that if I'd listened to them more, my top forty would have been a bit more competitive. Um, and I think what I need to do is I want to cha- change my approach this year, and I want to listen to less albums. Uh, less new albums and focus on just the songs and the advanced singles to begin with and just let them gel and then then go into the album if I want. Um, unless it's a bit more instantaneous because I think I'd rather spend my time listening to less new albums and more classic albums and bring out the old metal journey back. So there's still a lot of digging there to do um, rather than just try and soak it all in because, yeah, I probably went, went a bit overboard considering... I was indifferent, but death metal, I'm going to change my approach to death metal this year because things are clicking. Things are really clicking now, especially with the Florida stuff. I think Morbid Angel have definitely clicked now, which is great. So uh, that's, that's going to be a big one. But I, I think, you know, there was only three death metal albums in my list last year, and only a couple of those were like proper death metal albums. So it's still, I think I'd rather focus my attention on the classics first and get those into the into the noggin and get those appreciated because I think if I do that I might I might have more of an appreciation for newer stuff. Um so yeah certainly the Florida stuff and the Swedish stuff I'm really going to go to town on the classics. But neither one of those bands have always been really well regarded apparently they've always had something different and unique going on and I've always been curious about them. And they never clicked before but maybe they might now. So probably give them a bit, a bit of attention including this new album. Yeah I I I do sort of remember having passing involvements with Niall back in the, you know, the early 2000s. I never really, they never really clicked for me, but you know, this that's never say never music taste was very different back then, but being your fan, aren't you? I'm definitely looking forward to the, to the new albums. It's one, it's one of the ones I'd earmarked, you know, as um, like last, so 2023 for me was such a strong year for death metal. And I think I said on the last podcast, you know, to the point where it's always, it's almost um, just wet my appetite for more and kind of altered my taste. Really. I'm listening to more of it than I, you know, I've always been a fan, but um, I'm just seeking it out more than I, than I have been in the past. Um, and there's a few releases coming up um, or, or planned for this year. So Niall being one of them, I, I, I've just got a really good feeling that that's going to be an immense release. So that's, so I, you know, I'm fully on board with that. I agree. Uh, the other bands, um, a neck rot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a band. They're kind of one of those just consistently fun, good. They're just gonna, you know, we talked about obituary a lot last year in terms of how they just kind of drop something and it's, it's hard, it's heavy. It's, it's not breaking the mold. It's not doing anything um, particularly wild, but it just scratches the itch and it, and whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. So neck rot are a band that, um, I don't want to listen to uh, the. Oh, I'm keen to listen to to what they do next, uh, and Gore Guts are the other one. So, um, you know, they're a band that you know I used to listen to back in the day. You know, they're kind of 
uh people talk about those those sort of classic early albums um and have gone through a bit of a an arc you know where the music's gone a bit more technical um but it's always a name i enjoy seeing and um yeah you know they're 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 lining themselves up to put out some new music so that's that's another one i'm looking out for and it's a great name for a band it really is isn't it? i mean you can't, can't argue with that it. fucking gore guts i mean <laughs> It's it, like it's funny. Me and my brother used to talk way back in the day, and I, I, you know, I talk about bands I was listening to, and um, you know, I'd say, like, you know, are they really? They're really fucking heavy. I mean, this is a heavy band, and he would all his his benchmark for heavy was always Gorguts, right? And he, he'd never heard a note of Gorguts music, but he just the name for him was like. He's like, but is it as heavy as Gorguts? And to him, it was just the most ridiculous sounding band name and the music they make must be ridiculous because fucking hell they're called gorg guts yeah they're never going to sound like the carpenters were they you know no no um the last one i want to squeeze in then this year is are we going to get a merciful fate album this year the jackal of salzburg i think was the uh the title that was sort of being bandied about is it going to happen either merciful fate or king diamond solo album one of them i think it's listed here so uh I think it's going to be one or the other or both, and I'd put a I'd put a bet on both. I'll take that. I'll have that because the the one song they played at Bloodstock last year was was fucking immense. I mean, it was unfinished, wasn't it? But it was it was just huge sounding. Yeah, so, yeah. Last year or year before? Year before. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean, <laughs> Jesus. Don't question me. Um, so yeah, yeah. Hopefully that that happens, and uh, and yeah, some indoor shows would be nice. I think from from King Diamond, Merciful Fate. I think it would uh, that would be incredible. It, you know, yeah, yeah. Just hearing you say that as it, the, the the penny dropped immediately, I was like, yeah. Do you know what, King Diamond, All Merciful yeah. Fate indoors. The venues wouldn't be huge either, so I think it'd be, it'd be you'd be talking nothing bigger than kind of Kentish Town Forum. I think that'd be about it. He would. He'd never get that staircase in Kentish Town Forum. <laughs> I don't know. Stranger things will happen, but um, but there's going to be loads of other albums as well. We'll you know we'll we'll catch up on them every month as we did last year. So um, um, gigs and tours. Then we've we've touched on a couple of them. Uh, Judas Priest, Saxon, Uriah Heap. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, tickets were pricey. Let's put it that way for this one. But I think it's going to be worth wow. it. And now you look back and you think, fuck it. You know what? Less than thirty quid a band. Three classic bands. It's all good. Yeah. Us has got yeah, it's, um, I haven't seen your eye heap or Saxons, so it'd be nice to tick those off. Listen to a fair bit of their stuff. Yeah, and priest well, priest will be two lately. hours of wall to wall bangers. So yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 I mean, pre, for me, it pretty like the headline is Judas Priest. I mean, this year, in terms of anticipated albums, anticipated gigs, yeah, Judas fucking priest. Indoors, you know, doing their thing, Holly Davidson, Rob Halford. That's and it. Biff. I mean, that's and yeah, and Biff, yeah, text texting his mum on stage, <laughs> or try, trying to, trying as he to as he is wanting to do. Yeah, um, that's the biggest one. Like I said, March. We've also got Enslaved and Svalbard. Really looking forward to that. Never seen Svalbard. Um, saw Enslaved at Bloodstock Donkeys years ago, but I think we're all really looking forward to that one. Yeah, that'll be quality one. I can't wait to hear the Heimdall songs live. Because I think they will just be huge. Yeah. So they'll be massive. Yeah. 
the one I, the the gig and like in terms of anticipated gigs the one i want to highlight and this when this dropped i like i wasn't prepared for how excited i would feel but it was suicidal tendencies at desert fest desert fest yeah that was my next one that one that's that's a well, look, I don't want to interrupt, but that's a huge one for me. They're one of my all-time favorite bands, and I've never seen them live. And I don't want to jinx it. I'm touching wood fucking everywhere. But something has always got in the way of me seeing that band. Right. I mean, I've only seen them once, uh, and it was a festival set, so it was good. But um, I'm assuming it's going to be at the Roundhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll um, yeah. And, I mean, I was looking forward to Desert Fest anyway. You know, it's just it's just become um you know a, a staple on the calendar and it's always good always a good time it's always fun but when they announced suicidal tendencies i just you know i was grinning ear to ear yeah me too yeah i can't i can't wait for that one the, you know the lineup solid as it is i think there's another headliner to to go on yet maybe i'm not not entirely sure but yeah i've lost track as in terms of announcements i'm sure there are there is a a, a fistful of bands still to come so but um, we'll you know we'll be there. We'll um, we'll do a preview show. We'll do a review show. We'll do a load of stuff around it. You know, really looking forward to that. I'm sure it will be a uh, a messy sesh. <coughs> Creeper finally going to get to see these songs played live down in sunny Margate in the middle of March. Again, another one in March. Um, Jolly Boys out in as we said already. I can't wait for that. I, I, fucking, yeah. I fucking hope they don't let me down. Really, you know, I don't think they will. I think I think it'll be it'll be great. I mean, they're you know they know what they're doing. They they said yeah, we we did some you know normal dates last last November, didn't they? Sort of the yeah. big, big places. Yeah. And they've said no, we're gonna you know there's people in the middle of nowhere and all the little student towns. Let's we're not going to ignore them. And yeah, they they it's about the touring. That's what it's all mm -hmm. about. When you're doing stuff like this, it's about the touring. Yeah. Um, yeah they're not just you know big rock rock stars even though they are rock stars musically so the fact i know it's great to see that margate is really pushing with the dreamland venue it really is you know the summer series stuff is, is one thing but you know the ballroom venue you know skin dreads sold out all sorts of like indie bands and whatnot coming up but got yeah I'll joe down there as well yeah yeah exactly i'll be giving joe a week later it's it's I'm so glad. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to be living down here permanently. I'll I'll move a bit, bit more inland, but I'll still be able to get here regularly. So, mm. yeah, I'm really hoping they push push on with this because it's it's great. I think in terms of live gigs, like, and it began last year. I mean, maybe before that, but it's the, the kind of rise of alternative venues. I like the major the the main players that have kind of always been the staples are starting to, you know, there are other little outcrops coming up, you know, yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, so we're talking about Margate, um, you know, the Dreamland venues. I'm thinking of Tunbridge Wells Forum, which has kind of yeah. always been there in the, you know, it's, it's, it's been there in the background. Great little venue for anyone that doesn't know it. It's a, it's a converted public toilet. Yeah. So you, <laughs> it had a bit of a heyday in the nineties, you know, bands like the cure and like blur and Oasis would play there. And then it kind of, disappeared into obscurity a bit but you know i went to see um more recently i saw i hate god there uh crowbar are playing there upcoming um venomous concepts were due to play there that's been cancelled but yeah, that's a shame. You know, they were coming through i'm thinking about venues like colchester art center where we were last year i cannot wait to see green lung in a church i mean green lung <laughs> in a yeah. church but you know so there are these 
kind of new venues which are just bringing more color to the scene um so you know in terms of of, of live gigs uh i'm all about that i'm i'm just just excited for diff different places we're sick of it all playing so they've announced a tour and that's in a, a venue i've never heard it's, of it's, an, it's a new venue isn't it in shoreditch um and uh the under something the underground something underground village i think it's called right okay um, yeah. and that again that's in um in like a converted warehouse and and the the skin of it is still an old warehouse it's like an arch inside it's all brick looks very cool so right it's just something so... a bit different from the usual dark dingy o2 venue isn't it right yeah so the scene is changing like literally you know in terms of like visually and the places that we're going you know we've all been over the years we've seen bands in so many venues but to have you know some newness there um i think is great keeps it fresh you know to use a word we we to return to a word we used at the beginning of the of the uh the podcast breweries and tap rooms is another one yeah and i mean you, you guys played in a in a tap room just before christmas uh, Blondies have got a, a brewery and tap room now, haven't they? Uh, about a mile from the bar, which is of course, yeah. I think they've kind of got a, like a venue set up there, so I'm sure stuff's going to be happening there. Things like just, you know, and even a shout out to Radio City Social, who, who held our gig back in December. Just something a little bit different, you know, of various sizes, different scales. It's just, I, I agree with you. I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. It's just nice to be doing something a little bit different, you know, like bring it on. Bring I know it on. You, I know I know, you caught green, I know you caught green lung at the, at the ballroom in um in december didn't you but like I'm, yeah. I, that's one of my least favorite venues in london that the electric ballroom but yeah and, that, and yeah. That's just, it's, just it's a, a bit of venue. a it, it's a bit of a kind of meat and potatoes venue isn't it? it's kind of stage and pa and yeah. but what i will say is is green lung transformed that venue um and they they and this is you know going back to what i was saying earlier you know, laser shows, um, you know, the stage was dressed in terms of it was like, you know, it's like an Iron Maiden show. You know, you've got these kind of big effigies on the stage. Nice. Like interesting things to look at. You know, there's more going on. Just even the way the band kind of hold themselves on the stage and use lighting to create shadows. And, you know, there's it just looks great. And um yeah, you know, when 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 the opportunity came up to see him at Colchester Arts Centre, I mean, fuck me, I you know snapped up a ticket straight away. Midweek uh, sesh, midweek sesh, it's going to be fucking great. Um, yeah, really, really fucking looking forward to that. Um, Bloodstock, as we know, will be will be the main point of the summer. You know, lineups looking great. You know, it's, there's going to be more bands to be announced yet, but that's just getting stronger every year, and I wouldn't be surprised if it sells out. As well this year, the popularity is growing. Um, more toilets, please, for this year. Uh, and maybe some more water points. Um, and Armored Saint is another one I'm really looking forward to. Again, mm. a band I've loved for donkey's years. and I've never seen them, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, Tough and Apart Dome, I think. Yep, never yeah. never seen them. Um, and I really, really, really like their last album. And as I'm sitting here talking, I can't remember what it's called, but um it won't be hard to find but it's a really strong album and and it, you know if you like those um kind of what john bush was doing with anthrax you know his 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 voice hasn't changed you know he still has massive that full-throated voice yeah. you know it's it's excellent and yeah to see him live would be um would be great um the other actually the other one that's just popped into my head in terms of gigs which is a, a i guess a big deal is slipknot in december so did you, get, did you get a ticket in the end? So I I I've 
things are in motion so <laughs> i yeah i uh hopefully hopefully i've yeah I've, I've put the feelers out and uh tapped up a few content uh contacts um this is exciting because like my my son's at an age now where he's um he's getting into music and he's uh he's coming to see bands you know and slipknot for him are uh uh one of his um one of his favorites and um but they're one of those bands that, you know, a bit like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, that kind of will do festivals, you know, they yeah. do festival yeah. dates. Yeah. yeah. Indoor so, show. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's a pretty big deal that a band of, of, of with that sort of profile uh, and who are generally doing like not fest and festival headliners and stuff like that are doing a run of, you know, arena dates. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to get there. Uh, more for just to kind of have that experience with my son like that's that's what excites me about that because uh, he's head over heels for him so well, one um, thing you're going to get is, is value for money though in it because as a live band and you get the impression it's the 25th anniversary tour isn't it that's the whole sort of stick with this oh. <laughs> which which when you think about it it's just that blows my fucking mind that does the slipknot or on a 25th anniversary tour. Yeah, what what do they call them? New metal, new. Oh, Jesus anymore. fucking Christ! But but yeah, so I don't know. I get the impression that they they're gonna it's gonna be like a fucking train. I don't know they're just gonna destroy yeah. every venue they play. And we still don't know who's gonna be playing drums. No. So well, that's have you, have you auditioned yet? Because you know time's running out. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get past the first stage. <laughs> no the first stage was just getting up in the morning um you, you, you wouldn't need a mask way <laughs> boom, boom. um no it's interesting because i guess the fact that the tour is booked means they have a drummer yeah yeah yeah, that's true. yeah. well so, we'll we'll see we'll see but yeah um, but look, I, I i was actually tempted with that because they're such a phenomenal live band, but the timing wasn't right to try and get a ticket. You know, they probably they got to be what 80, 90 quid, were they? Pricey tickets, it must be. Uh, yeah, up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so, it's 80, 80 yeah, quid yeah. plus booking fees. And, um, yeah. I, I can't, I can't justify that at the moment. No, so, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's crazy money for a band. It, you know, if it was 40, 50 quid, I'd, you know, I may have considered it, but, but, um, but like, you, you know, your boy's going to be absolutely blown away by them. He's bound to be in there. They're a fucking incredible live band. Absolutely incredible. So, uh, um, right, let's finish off then on a bit of a downer, but I think it will be quite a triumphant triumphant finish anyway. Um, the end of Sepultura, we touched on it briefly in the end of year episode, but, you know, we can talk about it a little bit more now. Um, it's a massive shame, but I do feel like they're going to go out on a high. Yeah. You know, it's their terms, and I think they're just going to be fucking... We're we're done, but this is this is what we're all about. And as difficult as it's going to be, I, I'm I'm so looking forward to that show. It's got a great support lineup as well with Ginger Obituary and Jesus Peace. So I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be potentially one of the gigs of the year. That yeah, yeah I I agree. It's a funny one. You know, I still I still quite haven't wrapped my head around the reasons why. I you know I think it came out of the blue. I, I think there's something that. I mean, we talked about it a lot in the in the last episode, mm. um, and and I, I still feel the same. Really, it just it feels like a curveball. I, 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 and I could be completely wrong. Of course, I could be, but it doesn't feel like this was the plan. And it feels yeah. like okay, yeah. all right, you know, after all this, this is what we're going to do. But I'm not. There was still talk of new music. Um, 
I, I, one significant thing, I, I guess, which is worth acknowledging is Andreas Kisser um, lost his wife. You know, she died. Yeah. Um, yep. Last year. And I, you know, I wonder if that's had an impact on things and, and, and put him in a space where he's, he's reevaluating stuff. Um, but apart from that, it's, I'm sorry to see them go. Cause I think they had, their star was still rising. You know, mm -hmm. I think given everything that happened in the nineties with Max leaving and everything they'd gone to gone through. Um, and you guys talked about it, you know, in an episode, you, pulling apart their career and looking at their albums and all that stuff. And I think we're all in agreement that the albums that they've released over the last few years, that last run of albums were their, you know, the strongest in a long time and were getting better and better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Quadra so was, for me, was, was, a, just was a massive like, album. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the carpet has just been pulled out from under all that. And it's, it's, um, it, it's an interesting time, but I have a ticket for the show. And I am over the moon to be seeing them again. Yeah, yeah, it will. It will be. Like, it will be a good send off. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, again, you know, Dave from from Black City alluded to this as well. The whole this narrative that's going around at the minute that there's there's no Cavalera, no Sepultura. I mean, there's that thing niggling away in the back of your mind, isn't there? That is, there's something going to happen with that. Are, are they going to, the Cavalera is going to pick up the Sepultura name and run with it or what? I, I, I've got no idea where it stands, who owns the name and all that bollocks, but it's, I, I just hope the legacy of the band doesn't get ruined by a bit of nonsense. Yeah. I did. I, the, the, the whole, you know, no no sepultura no cat or no caballero no sepultura thing just didn't sit well with me at all no, you know it was no. it was a bit cheap to be fair uh and you have to remember both the cavaleras left the band yeah yeah right <laughs> um and that to me is really significant it's like well it's, it, to me it has an air of like kid you know the kind of the 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 kid that's losing the football match is like right fuck it i'm taking the ball home with me you know and yeah, go yeah. and then and then being surprised that everyone stayed behind and carried on playing uh yeah you know and well yeah well, let's just see what happens um who knows maybe andreas kiss is planning to reunite with them you know i don't think that's going to happen but no there's there's no love that, lost there i don't think it's that there, be so careful it's, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Do we, do we think? I mean, do we think something like maybe, uh, maybe um, I don't know. Um, what's what's it called? What's uh, the uh, Cavalera Max's son's band then? Give it or give it? Oh, go ahead and die. Go, go ahead and die. And die. Yeah. So yeah. What does his son? What does his son play in the band? He's the guitar. Yeah, he's he's uh, guitar or bass, I think. Because because I'm just thinking, you know, maybe you know, are we going to see maybe Max Igor? And Igor, mm. and maybe Paolo. Well, Paolo's got his own thing going on. Mm. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think those bridges are burned, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of this kind of these sepulture tours. I think that for whatever you know that I think that has been really lucrative for both the Carolleras. Um, you know, it's it's been a strong tour. I, you know, I'm disappointed I didn't go and see it. Actually, I would have liked to have seen it. Um, uh, I see. I saw them do um, beneath the what was it beneath the arise arise the beneath or you know <laughs> some kind of clever play on on both those albums and it was great. 
you know, so it's good fun. But for me, it's just it's slightly soured by this, you know, we're the original Sepultura, those other yeah. guys can fuck off. It's like, do you know what? Fuck you. Sepultura have put out some of the best heavy metal in the last five, six, seven, eight years. So, you know, step back a bit. Yeah, there's there's been room for them all, hasn't there? There's there's no need for it to become Exactly. You know, yeah. You know, this is venom and venom ink and all, all that kind of it's just there's just no fucking need for it. It's all nonsense, isn't it? But um, but look, yeah, looking forward to the gig. It's a long way off. Is it October or November? And it's yeah, it's the second half away, of, of next year. Obituary supporting, yeah, yeah, yeah ginger. Yeah, and ginger. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Yeah, and you know we we saw them twice last year. They've they've just fucking brilliant. And in in that crowd, I think it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like an old school gig, isn't it? Obituary yeah. and sepulture. That's it's it's a heart back to the good old days, isn't it? It is, and it'll be a celebration, you know, for everything that we just said. It's like it's going to be a celebration, and yeah. the band will see it that way. It'd be interesting to see what the set list is, actually. Oh, how do you fucking pick that set list? You know, you think there's four bands on the bill, so there's a lot of space to fill. What's the set list going to be? Sort of ninety minutes, you know? Yes, yeah, it's true. Maybe pushing yes. two hours. How do you fucking fill that? Because you're never going to please everybody. It'll be it'll be ninety minutes. I think you know. I know it's a big venue, but with with three bands before they can't justify two hours so no i wouldn't, I wouldn't this, and it will it will slay yeah it will it, it will it will it's it fucking it'll probably it'll be probably be gig of the year so you know i'm we'll be coming out crying and bawling that there's no supper anymore but, um but yeah um no i think that pretty much sums it up it's going to be another great year of metal there's loads of stuff to look forward to so um mm. yeah it's uh it's, it's, it's gonna be one... it's gonna be back to normal one more rumor, and we can't we can't do an episode without mentioning Megadeth, right? So Kiko <laughs> has come out today. Today, I yesterday. saw this. Yeah, I saw um, this. You know, he's he's talked about this. What's been described as he's described as a temporary kind of leave from the band, but I think everybody is reading it as a resignation of he's, some yeah, sort. He's, yeah, yeah, he's done. Yeah, you know, and he's put the word in for his replacement, and you know, he's he's now gone public as saying Marty Friedman is the guy he want he would like to see taking the job. Yeah. Um do we think it'll happen? <laughs> and do we do we think it's a good move as well? I mean do we th- right so yeah I think I think, it think will it happen, happen if Ellison comes back. Ooh, no chance that's not happening. Exactly. No, exactly. no chance. No yeah, that, that bridge is definitely burned. But that, I think I think will will it happen? No, I don't think it will. Beyond what I think, what's already happened, as in there might be the occasional. Yeah, you know, they, yeah they've yeah. clearly kind of um, rekindled something, and and they're going to, you know, maybe they'll do some dates, key festival dates or whatever. Would it be good for Megadeth? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think it will be. Uh, I think it's what fans want. I think it will give some. Um, I just think it it would reestablish them as something more than Dave and a bunch of whatever session musicians are convenient for him to That's use. That's a good that, point. Yeah, at that yeah. point, I think what Megadeth have lost over the years is that sense of it being a band. Chemistry. We don't think of them in terms of like Metallica, yeah. where there's different personalities, different characters. You know, for all the problems that may have been caused in the past, like Friedman, Nick Menza, Dave Ellison, they you've thought of them as band members in their own right they had yeah. their 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 own style they had things that they brought to that band and it felt like a band yeah 
Yeah. And I'd say for the last 15, 20 years, even Megadeth has felt like Dave and, you know, whoever's on the payroll. Megadave. Megadave. Yeah. So yeah, bring someone like um, Marty Friedman back, I think would be a move in the right direction. I think the, the band needs some personality. It needs like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck, it's got the biggest fucking personality in the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah. But it's not the scene. right personality. It's not the right one. What it means, it, yeah, it needs variety. It needs, you know, you need to, see them as a band yeah yeah completely well let's 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 see what happens but you know it's um it's, it's, yeah that's that's probably it's probably a bit of a uh probably a bit of a long shot let's say isn't it yeah you know but um but yeah look that's that's it like i said loads to look forward to in 2024 um including more episodes from us obviously uh and some some other sort of interesting things that might happen um we'll be back next week where we're gonna spend an hour or so just Fawning over Ozzy Osbourne because you know what we fucking can, so we fucking will. Um, before we before we lose him, so uh, yeah. And until that point, thanks for listening and stay mal. <laughs>